What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them, because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back and DraftKings Sportbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. That's J-E-N-K-I-N-S. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. <laughs> Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Wednesday, October 25th, and we're doing our NBA preview. We're one day late. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the Jenkins and Jones way. We've been playing the Spider-Man game. John's been on vacation. John's out the pokey. It was Ready not to- the reason, though, <laughs> no, bro. Don't blame it on me. Don't even insinuate that that was the reason we didn't do that, all right? As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. I'm the good. Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? I'm Guardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mother Mike. Mother Mother Mike! Coming to you live! Fucking Mike! 
we had to put some energy behind it. We've been kind of lazy with it as of late. <laughs> lazy out fair, you know what I mean? The uh, the always mysterious <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> I would say the was up has probably contributed to some of the people being surprised that you're not a 16 year old white boy with long blonde hair. <laughs> Jackson, did you did you work with um with Jonathan Kerman at the Ringer? I did, yeah. He was one. He was someone who shocked the fuck out of me when I saw it. Like, I thought yeah, he was Kerm, like a yeah. super bad he era. A lot. Yeah, I, I thought he was like a super bad era Seth Rogen, and he is black. He's a black kid. I was like, what the fuck? He's very black. Yeah, yeah. but shouts to Kerm, man. That's the homie. He, he whispered yeah. it. I love Kerm. Yeah. He's black. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. <laughs> He's bro. black. Really couldn't. <laughs> I told y'all, JJ at the five six two. Everyone assumed that he was black and he was white, so he got the reverse. He got the disappointed, like, oh, you're a white JJ. Like, <laughs> that's <I'm-> also. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 for sure. You know I mean? After yes. the first, oh, is he like, oh. is he like a John Jr. or something? Like, he's Jeff Jr. Yeah, Jeff Jr. Okay, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Is Jeff a black or white name? Jeff goes yeah. both ways. Bro. I think it goes that's both a, ways. A, I, 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 got, I, got, yeah. I got six of one, half a dozen of the other of Jeffs yeah, in yeah. my life. <laughs> it's, it's a, a Jeff Calhoun who's a very names. black motherfucker, you know I mean? and a Jeff Gould who's a very Jewish motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff's versatile. Those G E O F F Jeffs are one hundred percent white though. You have white. never seen yeah. you have oh, that's, never is that, seen is that a black German? G off. I don't <laughs> know any I don't know any Gefs. Yeah. I knew one. What it was what is the is that was that German? I don't know. Dutch? He could have been. Well, he was very I, I think white. it's like a, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's white. It's white. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what we Tyler do just bit his tongue super hard. <laughs> it's something from the Caucasus Mountains, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> the the Google like immediate search results like thing that popped up at the top says of Jeff name origin G off name origin English French and German. Okay, so white. Yeah, so white. yeah, 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 yeah. So super white. White. All right, uh, we're gonna do our NBA preview in our usual Jenkins and Jones way. I'm always very excited for this episode because I've written every team's name down on note cards in Sharpie, which means my office smells like Sharpie right now. Let's fucking go. A good smell. I like the shirt smell. Yeah. That was one of those ones that I got, like of the people like of the substance abuse things, the people who would sniff markers, I'd be like, I get that one. I did I never did it, but I get it. You remember when we were kids and they had like that whole pack of like fruit flavored highlighters, fruit smelling highlighters and shit? Yeah, those were the original those are the original Uh, vape, like fruit flavored uh, vapes. It was like (laughs) hell yeah. Huff up on some strawberry Sharpies. <laughs> Rubber cement had me by the throat, dog. <laughs> I would like. That shit and throw I, I would pull to the side like Westbrook in class. Like, <laughs> I, I liked it so much I was embarrassed. <laughs> At a young age, I ain't embarrassed about shit, dog. <laughs> That's great. All right. You guys want to start with the West or the East? Let's keep it in the West. All right. Okay. Okay. So we got about one minute per team, but I would assume that when we get to the bottom of these, we'll be taking about 10 seconds. So just keep that in mind. We got 35 minutes of Jenkins and Jones time left. In the West, I've gone with the ESPN. Gee, I just burped all over the NBA preview. That's tough. We didn't hear um, you, though. Oh, you didn't? You over that. Maybe I heard you on that side. I don't know. I think the mic probably picked it up. I think yeah, I moved probably. away Mike from I think I moved away from the headphone yeah. mic and into the actual mic, which is not where I should go with the burp. The way you look, you look it's like you looked at the burp. You know what I mean? Was it that was the burp where you kind of saw it but but the, even though there was no color, I like Yeah. Damn, Ooh. You feel me? Right. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, in the West, I've gone with the ESPN uh, preseason rankings. Uh, you know, we can we can attack those if we would like as well. But number one, I don't think there's any question. The Denver Nuggets. Yes. Um, they are for sure the best team in the West. I'm not sure if they'll get that one seed because you know how championship teams kind of take their foot off the gas. They have mass, kind of mastered the pace of the grind, right? So there's no telling that they will be a one seed in the playoffs, but they are for sure the best team in the West. No question. Definitely the best team in the West, bro. The way they look last night, bro. Yeah, like they, they, they look playoff ready already. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the people that they have stepping up, like Peyton Watson and shit, they look like they're ready to play too. So are they, are they going to run it back? I think they make it pick? to the finals. I think they win the West. I think, they, I, I think I'm, I'm certain they make it to the finals. That's a good Lakers team. And they made it like easy work. At no point did I think the Lakers had a chance of winning. You know what I mean? So I also think they make it back to the finals. And I think that in terms of the one seed, unless Jokic gets hurt, I think they get it again. Jokic feels like a mid-2000s Braun level floor raiser to me. Where like yeah, when he's on the floor, like they're getting 55 wins. They just are because he's so yeah. unguardable. Is there something to the, you know, the, the NBA, you know, the TNT, NBA on TNT getting blasted for not putting Gokic on their, um, their graphic for opening night? Um, you know, very clearly, if you listen to the run-up, it's like no one really wants to talk about the Nuggets. It's like you want to talk about are the Celtics good enough? Are the Bucks good enough? Are the Lakers good enough? Is there something to that? Like, do you think that, I mean, Michael Malone seems like he's going to be able to continue to convert that into rocket fuel. But do you like, do you guys agree with that approach or should it be they're probably the best team They won the championship last year? Everyone should spend X amount of time slurping on their nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. you, you got to put Jokic on that graphic. On, but at the same time, yeah, I don't think Jokic gives a fuck. So why are we being more upset than the guy who got slighted? You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, he's he's the best player in the world to me. I mean, he looked like it last night. He's looked like it in the playoffs. You feel me? Why is he not on the graphic? It makes no sense for him not to be on the graphic. But, yeah, man, like, and we can't, we got to talk about Aaron Gordon, too. He, like, took a step last night, too. He's starting to assert himself a little bit more than he did last season. You know, I mean, some of those plays he made, one-on-three, and it didn't feel like one-on-three, bro. He's just so strong and so athletic. They're fucking good, man. I think Jokic is the perfect, like, attack point of how basketball is both um, a competitive sports league that is about crowning a champion and the best player and the best team, but also an entertainment company. And, like, my kid and the kids I cover that all know a lot of basketball fans, no one is excited – None of them are excited to tune in and watch Jokic. And I'm not saying that takes anything away from him being the number one basketball player in the world. I completely agree with that statement. But it is this interesting thing of, like, if you're trying to put a graphic together that's getting 15-year-old kids to turn a television on on linear broadcast television, like, they put the correct four people on the graphic. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Should mean, they have but, put five and had Jokic on there? Sure. Yes, but like, yes. You but do, do we really you care about the respect paid to Hall of Fame basketball players by, like, preview graphics i don't know <laughs> i mean that, that, topic, just, that feels so like the nuggets, somebody that, does you know what i mean yeah that feels like the nuggets like that that feels like their season story every like michael malone is so good at that um you know that story but i don't know i, I it 
I find it I, kind I, of tiresome. I think that was a legitimate grind for them to ask, um, the, um, ask for them to grind last mm-hmm. season. Like a, a lot of us were non-believers in Denver. This whole fucking pod included. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't think anyone's a non-believer anymore, right? I think that ship done sailed, bro. Travis Kelsey first words after the Super Bowl last year: Nobody believed in the Kansas City Chiefs. Like- Nobody believed in this kid who's everyone saying is perhaps the best quarterback <laughs> of all time, and me who's right. looking to go and being perhaps the best tight end of all time. Like the offensive man. genius coaching us. Great teams yeah, and coaches find a way to, you know, be disrespected at all at, at all moments. All right, we got to move on. Number two, the Phoenix Suns. <clears throat> um, that game last night, bro. If if I told you that, you know, in that Golden State Phoenix game, that there was going to be a forty to eighteen third quarter in Golden State's favor, where they had a twenty five to seven run, where Bradley Beal didn't play where Kevin Durant shot seven for 22, you would probably think that Phoenix got their doors blown off that game, right? But those motherfuckers won. They found a way. Um, But, you know, there's only so much you can take from what we saw in just one game. You know, I still think that defense is going to be a concern. That's something that, you know, we have all said since that roster was constructed. And it kind of looked that way, you know, last night when you got fucking 45-year-old Chris Paul leading a second unit that's putting up 40, 40 points in the third on you, right? But, um... Booker is phenomenal. KD is phenomenal. Bill is phenomenal. That goes without saying. Um, I do think that they're going to get a pretty high seed, but I, I don't know. I, 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 I do. I like I said. I see Denver coming out the West, and I'm, I'm, I'm just not all the way sold on that. That being a, on Phoenix being a championship team. Definitely not sold on them being a championship team. You're not going to win a championship with the type of defense they have. Um, Katie shot seven for twenty-two. I only watched the yeah. first half, and I um I was on a plane, and I then I got off, and I didn't get to see the second half of it. But uh, damn, he was he looked he looked good the first like he just snuck up the second half. Then is that Anthony what happened? Davis would also appreciate if you had only watched the first half. Of <laughs> I mean, he just, I, 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 unfortunately, there. I had to watch the second half. I was allowed to watch the second half of that. Fuck that shit. But yeah, I just don't see them. I I don't even know if they'll be second in the West. You know, I mean, they have a great offense, but that defense is fucking trash. You know, what I mean, and that and that yeah. and that, 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 and that Warriors team isn't all that good. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I agree with you, but per ESPN, number three, the Golden State Warriors in the West. ESPN overrating the Warriors? Nah. Tyler's uh, disgusted. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> they are overrating the Warriors um, quite a bit there. I, I, I think the Warriors are going to be like a five or six seed. Yep. You know, that's where I got the Warriors pegged at. And they got, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say they've got a stretch coming up. Let me pull this up where we're going to find out who this team is pretty early in the season. Um, Give me just a second here to go to my motherfucking bookmarks and pull this shit up. Jackson made a like point 17 last... different things because of that motherfucking phone you got, nigga. But the battery life, <laughs> the battery life is. <laughs> All right. So so the these this is their this is their next eight games. Right. They're going to Sacramento. They're going to Houston. They're going to New Orleans. They got Sacramento at home. They're going to OKC. They're going to Cleveland. They're going to Detroit. And then they're going to Denver, right? Like the Pistons and the Rockets are like the only team on there that's full, on, on that slate that's food. So we're going to see who this team is pretty early in the season. I, I think it's hard even in early in the season. I mean, what New Orleans was like number one in the, in, in the, in the West, like 20 games in, right? You feel me? So I don't know. Um, I feel like, I mean, I, I, I don't even think they're as good as they were last year. You know what I mean? Like, Chris Paul, he can't stay healthy. Jordan Poole, that loss during the regular season, he was over 20 points a game. You feel me? So, yeah, he's stuck it over the playoffs. But he was a big part of them winning 
last year, you know what I mean? So I don't, and the, and the year before too. So I don't know. I I don't see how the third five six I, would be good for them. To me, I mean, to me, yeah. I I just felt like watching their <clears throat> watching their first game of the year. It was the first time, you know. Obviously, they were the team of their era and of the space and shoot era. But it was the first time you you're just watching them play the Suns, who are not a enormous basketball team, and you're just like, these guys are too little to be a professional basketball team, bro. <laughs> like, yeah you know i mean it, it just it just felt like that the whole game you know it's like and they're obviously they're they're super skilled there's a lot of players on the team that are really fun to watch but you just sure. you're like they're just missing like the other half of the team it's just what it felt like the whole game to me i don't know all right number four whoa tough tough start to the season for the los angeles lakers not ideal um yeah i i, I think a four seed sounds about right for los angeles um I don't think that they're going to win the championship. I don't think they're coming out the West. Um, it's it, it really just I don't I don't know how how to say this because it it like this team is going to go as far as Anthony Davis takes, and he's one of the streakiest guys in the league. You know, like like between you know the health issues and how he just sometimes just disappears in games. But then we you know we have those games where he is just an all world dude. Like that game one versus you know Golden State that we saw in the playoffs last year, where he was just looking like the best basketball player in the world. Right. So, I mean, the guy is thirty years old. He is who he is, and it's just you know I I I just don't know how far they can go. You know, latching the, the, latching their wagon to AD as you know to leave him to that promised land. Also, D'Angelo Russell at the one. I don't. I don't like a team that depends on D'Angelo Russell as much as they will. You know what I mean? Also, like, do we expect Austin Reeves to score twenty a game? Hachimura. He, do we expect the playoff Hachimura? I mean, we're expecting a lot out of players that you know haven't had full seasons playing like what we want them to do. Like, you know, Christian Wood. Uh, what's the old boy we got from Atlanta? Or oh, I think Cam Reddish. I think we we got him from. Uh, I think it was with the Knicks. Like Cam, oh Cam hasn't got a shot yet. He's been on four fucking teams, bro. You know, I I like Cam. I want Cam to be what we think Cam would be. But like, right. what we expect out of some, a lot of these players, I think what we need them to be is not what they can be consistently. Gabe Vincent, is he going to be what he was in the regular season or in the playoffs? We'll see. So I I think though, I think they're a good four seed. I think, but I think like uh, I I just I just don't see them having a real shot. I think they make it to the West Finals. I mean, Bron yeah. Bron will be playing more than thirty minutes in the playoffs for sure. Um, but I, I, I but think Tyler, I think Tyler hit it on the head with AD, and I, I made the point I think a week ago. Like I fully dove face first into the offseason AD propaganda again of like he's ready to be a leader. He's been in the weight room, and he made it two quarters. Like he made it two quarters of looking like Tyler's like one of the best basketball players in the world, and then he like, I don't know, he relaxed too much at halftime or something, and he scored zero points in the second half. You know, and like you said, like, he's 30. He's not one speech away from, like, it clicking or something. Like, it's, it's, I feel stupid every time I get caught believing that. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't know that there's a player with more space between their ceiling and floor than AD, where it's, like you said, like, he could be the best player on a, he's, he could be the best player on a championship team. Yeah. And he could not score for 24 minutes in a, a random Tuesday night season opener again. Like, you know what I mean? Like there has to be more consistency. And, and at this point, I guess it's just kind of dumb to but, expect. Yeah. But, but, but the highs are just so high. It's like, you don't ever fully give up on that dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like for sure. And I still love him as a player. I mean, I, you know, like 
I don't I don't hold his personality against him as a like I like rooting for him. It's just it's as a fan of the team, it's frustrating. I can sense uh, you before you move on. I can oh, sense God. you fighting against like like you're the Jedi fighting against the Sith, the Republican round ball hat you want to put on. Make it about <laughs> effort. Scream at him to put forth the effort of a white player in the second it. half of that game. <laughs> you need some more Austin Reeves. Need some more Austin Reeves ain't scared of shit, bro. Let me let me let me say this. If AD was white, I would hate him. <laughs> <laughs> get him off the team. Hey, I would, like, yeah, bro, like where's the hustle in the second half? I can't, I like physically can't feel that way about uh, basketball about black basketball players. I've never said that shit in my life. Like, get on the floor. <laughs> like, <laughs> Die for the loose balls. We don't need him to average 40 for like three weeks or four weeks like he did last year. Just like calm down with that a little bit. Get down. You know, just have, give us a, a full season, a solid 30 a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need the super high highs if we can get some consistency. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's right, what the I feel. Team like, is it's good enough. always all or nothing. You know what I mean? Yes. They're good. they're good enough to win if they can get some consistency, but they need the consistency. I Number mean, five. Go ahead, go ahead. The Grumpfus Mizleys. Oh, Memphis is in trouble, bro. That that news about Steven Adams missing the whole season. Um yes. Brandon Clark's gonna be out a few months. Jaws missing twenty five games. They might dig themselves in a hole early this season that they just cannot get out of. Um i I think I'm out on the Grizzlies, bro. They're a playing team at best with all that going on. Agreed. And the, and you don't see a presence on that team that guides them through that. You know what I mean? I I, I think it's a, a critical part, too. Number six, I've got this team much higher in the West than ESPN does the Clippers. God. Yeah, you know, I I think the, the Clippers will fuck around and be like a three seed, bro. You're crazy. Really right. Like, what is like, that roster's incredible. I don't I don't they're, understand. What is, what is the reasoning? They're in an assumption of injuries. I mean, that's yeah. the only way you can feel about it. Which and, is and to, you, can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. When we're looking at the roster alone, you know what I mean? Like, you, what what is this? We're looking at the team as a whole. You don't think so? You don't think you can bake it? I mean, I don't uh, there's enough of a history. I, I think it's the same thing with AD. They have the Lakers fourth because they don't believe that Anthony Davis is going to play consistently. And they're Play consistently about that too. is different from being injured. We're not baking in the fact he's going to miss 30 games because he's hurt. You know what I mean? You're baking in the fact he's going to be inconsistent on the court, which makes sense. I mean, you can't, I don't think you can do that with the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. When they're healthy, they're one of the best Why teams in the league. Why don't you think you can do that? I'm curious. I, I mean, you I, can they haven't do been it. I don't healthy. think that's the way you should approach it. You okay. know what I mean? Like, you look at the players on the team and you decide. You can't, you can't bake in the fact that Kawhi is going to tear an ACL. That's fucking wild, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, say I know they're not saying that, but that's what they're saying <laughs> without saying it. That's ridiculous yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, are, are we baking in and 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 ACL injury, or are we baking in Kawhi saying, um, I'm not coming to work today? You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, you can't that do too, that right? this year, right? Like, you can't do that this year. You know, well, that's, he that's... said, no, he, he said before the season, and I, I take him at his word, he said, none of the rules they have put in place would result in me playing an additional game. I've been hurt as fuck, and it is what it is. But I think that that's, like, he's got chronic issues that probably are not solvable. I mean, I, like, you know, again, this dude's had the best doctors and surgeons, presumably, in the world his whole career. And it's, you know, the issues recur. So there's something to that. I mean, they talked about that. I'll never forget the article I read about Adrian Peterson after his ACL surgery, where the orthopedist, it was Dr. James, whoever, you know, like the top mm -hmm. guy, 
he was quoted saying it was like the grossest sentence ever. He's like, we opened his knee up and the cartilage was like a newborn's. <laughs> he was like, I've never seen. And it was just like, oh, I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that, like, I might have, like, you know, big ears or small ears and my knee might, like, be a sexy knee or an unsexy knee when it comes to functionality. But that's like, there is something to that. You know what I that's mean? That's from years of playing, right? That's not, he, he wasn't born with shitty knees, right? Kawhi? No, no, I think some no. people. No, no, no. AJ, no, AP he was saying he was like, his knees were gorgeous. Like, it looked yeah. like he'd oh, never oh, put okay, any work okay, on okay. him at all. I thought he, I think like there's he had something the cartilage that. of a newborn. Like, he didn't have adult cartilage because he had less cartilage or something. No, it's, 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 it's no, like baby. There was like no wear and tear on it. It was like, you know. And he yeah, ran it was pristine. in the, yeah. the most. Uh, and he ran violent as fuck. He ran in the way you don't want running backs that want to play a long career run. You know what I mean? 100%. Um,. All right, number seven, the Sacramento Kings. I think what, what, did be they lose anybody? Did they lose anybody? No. The Kings? Why are they seven? Because of the name of the team. Because they're because they're from Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the city they're from. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I mean, I have to assume that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's around the the right range. I think they're like a five to a seven. You know, I I don't think that's egregious. I mean, did we I not see them play last year? And they have the I same team. They, they, I, think they know they, I think they're closer to five than to seven, personally. You were at I can see last year. The Lakers got better. I just don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I, I see that team being in the top four for sure. I think the, the, I mean, the, the calculus they, 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 is probably that the Lakers got better, the Suns got better, the Warriors got yeah. healthier. Like, it, Wiggins missed, like, almost ha over half the season last year. So, like, I think if you're, like, trying to do, the, like, the calculus, that's why they're lower. But I agree they probably should be higher because De'Aaron Fox is unstoppable. And they have a year and, under them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a year under them that, you know, totally. yes, right. You feel me? I, I, don't, I, don't, I, see that we, I think they'll be top. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We we're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Number eight, the Oklahoma City Thunder. That sounds about right. Okay. I think that they, they, they're going to be a playoff team, not a play-in team this yeah. season. So, um, ESPN says as their best bet for the Thunder, uh, Chet Holmgren as Rookie of the Year over Wemby. And I forgot about this. If you are hurt your rookie year, you get another yeah, rookie yeah. year shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blake, <laughs> Blake Griffin won Rookie of the Year with that. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what do you think? I, mean, I think After Wemby is like game, crazy. the, no, the, the, no, the no, narrative let's, let's, is there for Wemby. Like, I, I yeah, don't see anyone getting rookie of the year over here. Let's, let's, let's cut it out. I am going to enjoy the Chet versus Wemby, you know, competitions because, like, you know, Chet is kind of like the closest physical specimen kind of to him, right? But, you know, Wemby's going to be busting his ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, I don't that, think I'll enjoy it that much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> going to be one. No, it's, it's going to be enjoyable to see, you know, this seven foot four guy doing this to like, you know, a seven foot one guy. You know, okay, that's yeah, going to be the enjoyable yeah, part yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but, but, but yeah, I, you know, Shea is, is just phenomenal. First team all defense last year, 30 point per game. He's unreal. Um, you know, Chet, you know, the two Jalens, you know, I, I, I think, oh, oh, I think this is the year OKC makes some noise for sure. I think this is the uh, year OKC. Like, I, I mean, I watched. Shay last year because it was just interesting to watch him like how he got to his spots you know I'm like he just did what he wanted to do you know I mean he can't do anything but he can do exactly what he wants and needs to do which is fun to watch but I think the team will be more fun to watch this year so I'll probably watch watch more much more okay see I think they're they're about they're, they're they're where they're supposed to be on that ranking though for sure number nine the Timberwolves yeah sounds about right I think I think Cat and Ant you know that's a really great duo there. Um, they they were kind of figuring out how to how to use Rudy towards the end of the season when he was you know before looking like perhaps the worst trade in NBA history right, right? they're kind of figuring shit out there I do think that Ant is going to take a leap here I think that you know Ant is going to be an All NBA guy this season um coming up so that sounds about I'm, right I'm I'm very excited for Ant this season John I want to know are you are you a Cat fan now that you've had the personal experience with him that was positive and everything are you rooting for him. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not going. I'm not buying a jersey, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to clown him no more, you know. I mean, he was really <laughs> kind to me. You feel yeah, me? I yeah. think that's weird if I were to clown a man who was so nice to me. Yeah, <laughs> I wish him the best this season. That, that's that's where we on are his nine seed Timberwolves. Number ten, <laughs> the Pelicans. I, I mean, I think that that we're kind of like. You know, Brandon Ingram, you know, we keep expecting him to take a look. He's a great player, right? But we keep expecting him to be, you know, a superstar, right? Like, the talent is there for him to be that. Um, Zion's got to stay out on the court. But when Zion is on the court, he is fucking unreal, right? Like, he was a 27-point-per-game, 62% shooter last year. Like, just ridiculous, right? So, if Zion can stay out there, if if Brandon Ingram can, you know, just 
just, you know, kind of turn that corner a bit, you know, they could be a problem. I think Brandon Ingram was great last year. I mean, when I when I would watch him play, I don't know, like you know, I, I thought he was, I thought he was solid. Like he was close to an All Star play. He just doesn't have the narrative behind him to get him yeah. into the to the to, to on the All Star team. But yeah, he was. I thought he was solid. I think, uh, you know, if you know, if Zion can stay healthy, I think they're if Zion can stay healthy, <coughs> top five. Fuck it, Fuck it. <laughs> um, you know, solid playoff spot. If Zion can stay well, healthy, I'm in on them. I like them. I like I, that squad, man. I do too, and I I would have them higher too. Here's a here's a good stat for you: seventeen and twelve last year in the twenty nine games that Zion paid, uh, played. That's that would put them on pace over a full season if he's healthy to tie for third with the Kings in the West. Yeah. Mm. But he only played twenty nine games, and he and that has been a number that has been hard for him to play more than he in was. His career. He, he was he he was in the gym more, and he also stayed in New Orleans, is working out with the team much more this yes. year. So if 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 this is if there's a year he's going to be healthy it's this year because of how I, I he approached in his offseason. So I hope so. We will I see totally though. agree. I still wonder if his body is, you yeah. know. Yeah. If he's got that newborn cartilage or not. Number 11. Let's pray. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks. That's wild. You know, I I think the Mavs I think the Mavs are built to be like a, a 50 win team. I don't think they're going to do shit in the playoffs. I think their ceiling is perhaps winning a first round game perhaps. Um, a first round series, perhaps, but I, I can see them winning like fifty, maybe, and They're not doing small. shit in the playoffs. You know, they're small, and they, I mean, and and they, I mean, they'll, they'll be fun, fun to watch, and they'll they won't get their ass whooped. You know what I mean? But I don't think I think they'll win. I think they'll lose a lot of games. You know, like in closer margins than an eleven seed should. You know what I mean? But I don't think they'll. I don't know. If, I mean, they're they're probably right outside the playoffs to me. Okay. They're, they're a playing go, team. They're a playing team. Let's go low, quickly on the, low the last four. The Utah Jazz. Hell no. Fuck the Jazz. Fuck them. <laughs> Number 13. The Spurs, a.k.a. the Wembys. I'm going to be watching uh, a lot of Spurs. I'll watch them, yeah, but they're going to lose a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching as much as I can, though. Uh, Number 14. We talked about them quite a bit with Ian Carmel. The Trailblazers. Yikes. Scoot's gonna Scoot's gonna be fun. Anthony's gonna be fun. Shadown's gonna be fun, but they ain't gonna do shit. I'm gonna watch him. I'm gonna watch him. I like this squad. And number fifteen, the Houston Rockets. Um, could possibly be the <laughs> worst team in the league, right? Do you agree with them as the last place team in the West? Yes. Yes. I think I think they're like a 22-25 win team, bro. Fred Van Viet ain't gonna save you, dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> man. Respect to him, Res- respectfully, you know. Respect to that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah respectfully. Yeah. He's not going to say. All right, let's move to the East. In ESPN's rankings, there may be some controversy here with our mysterious producer, but uh, number one, the Bucks. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, Are they coming out of the East? We talked about it so much, you know what I mean? Yes, they're my pick to come out the East. That the final, My finals is Milwaukee, uh, Denver. I think they beat Denver, too. I think they have a. I think so too, man. I think they beat Denver. I think they beat Denver. That team is just too solid. There, there's some. They've never believed in us few for you Denver fans, right there. Yeah, I, and I, it's sort of hard to say there's a. You know, they never believed in us fuel for the for the Bucks. Um, at this point, Giannis signs the extension. Everything looks great, but I, I just we we've talked about it. I actually watched some of their preseason games, which I don't normally watch preseason stuff, but just to see what the pick and roll looked like and. You just have to assume that Dame and Giannis are only going to get better and develop more chemistry over the course of the season, but that's already such a lethal fucking combination. Um, and then you throw in the fact that even they did lose Drew. They lost some of their depth, but 
Chris Middleton up there with the, you know, best third option in the league. You know yeah. I mean? Like they, they've got, they got dudes, man. I'm excited. Number two, the Boston Celtics. So the bigger conversation and Jackson, I'm curious for your thoughts. Is there a case for the Celtics over the bucks? I do think it feels like a two team East this year. Um, so, you know, do you guys agree bucks coming out over the, you, know, you guys said you do Jackson, do you, uh, you think the Celtics have enough for the bucks this year or no? I think it's kind of a coin flip between the Celtics and the Bucks. I think both teams have very, very, very talented top fours. And then both teams are not particularly deep after that. Like we talked about the Celtics not being deep, bringing like guys like Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard, like as some of their sixth, seventh, eighth guys on the roster. But the Bucks also, like they're top four, Dame, Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez. Amazing. Amazing. Probably maybe the best top four in the NBA. Their starting shooting guard is either Malik Beasley, who couldn't get run for the Lakers last year, or Pat Connaughton, who's, like, extremely average. Their backup point guard is Cameron Payne, who, like, had one good three-week stretch for the Suns two years ago. Bobby Portis is good. I do like Bobby Portis. But, like, they're not the deepest team either. So I think between those two teams, if they're both fully healthy, I think it's a coin flip. But in reality, it probably comes down to who's healthier. A coin flip? I think it's about a coin flip. Mm. The Bucks. I'm not sure how far the Bucks go in the playoffs last year. I don't remember. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't have Dame. <laughs> that, 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 that doesn't matter with this. That, that has nothing to do with this. Right, and the Celtics got significantly got a significant talent upgrade. So I mean, I think the Bucks are. I'm obviously making a joke. The Bucks are way better than they were last year. But the but the Celtics are better too. Going from Marcus Smart to an All Star level player in Drew Holiday yeah, is like. Yeah. What would yeah. you say the biggest issue with the Celtics was last postseason though? Like, what, what was the thing you were most consistently frustrated about? I was most consistently frustrated by their uh, late-game offensive execution. And by their coaching. And by their coaching. And I think, and after, I, I mean, I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. But after watching uh, Joe Missoula's, uh interview with J.J. Redick on J.J.'s podcast, I was, like, <clears throat> reminded. And I mean, A, he's just, like, more likable that you get to see him talk. You get to see him be a real person. But I was just, like, reminded, like, oh, right. He became a first-time NBA head coach with three days until the season started. Like, any philosophies he theoretically has as a coach, he can't install them. He doesn't have any time. They don't practice in the NBA during the season. Like, did he look pretty ugly at times as a coach? Yes. He also had no time to be prepared for that. So I'm hopeful as an optimistic fan of the team that after a full offseason, lots of him having way more time to talk to any mentors that he has to talk to the team, all of those things that that problem isn't as big of a problem as it was last year. He, he probably ran uh, what's the movie he watched? He probably watched The Town 600 times in the last three months. He probably <laughs> ran the heist back a couple extra times. Yeah, he probably <laughs> did. Got, Throw something new in the mix. You think the Celtics as an entire team got better? Uh, I do think the Celtics got better. I think they have upgraded, and you know, so I think he's, I think you know, Drew Holiday. They're not as deep. Smart, They're not as deep. Yeah, but that depth allowed them to be the most offensively you know, efficient team in the history of the NBA at one point. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So you think that team got better? I think they got better. I think I think okay. I think it comes down to like we always talk about like the first three quarters. Like, do they matter? I'm not sure. Right. So then the fourth quarter, you yeah, have yeah. you have your yeah. best players in the game, and I think their yeah, yeah. top end talent is significantly better. I think going from Marcus Smart to Drew Holiday is like a wash on defense and like a significant offensive upgrade. Significant yeah, offensive and I, upgrade. And I, I think in terms of decision-making, like you were, were saying, which obviously was such a weakness, like they needed, they needed exactly like 
the silhouette of Drew Holiday. Yeah, you need you know a know steadying I mean? presence. Exactly that, guy, that same guy couldn't do the same thing against the Heat, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I, I love Drew. You he couldn't do the same and thing I, against you know, the and, Heat. And I don't want this sentence to be good. But the thing is, like, in, in the big moments, you know, he was getting smacked on, you know, as well. You feel me? Like, yeah. what you needed in the bigger moments against the same team, he didn't have. I think that's totally so fair. That, so that's what, that's I what, think that's, my, that's, my that's perspective is, you know what I mean? Because of the Giannis injury during the playoffs last year and the Middleton yeah, injury, yeah. Drew Holiday is at this point in his career miscast as like a lead okay. offensive engine in the in the playoff game, a playoff series against the defense. So if you need him to be the if second he's the best, third player on best the offense, offensive player and like a much more steadying decision maker yeah, yeah, than Marcus yeah. Smart, who you're like, no, 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 please don't do that. Oh, he made a shot. Nice. Great like, position for him. Right. Like I love yeah. Marcus Smart. I truly to my I love Marcus Smart. But as an offensive yeah. steadying presence, Drew Holiday is a massive upgrade. They've got number three, the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I could see that. I could see the Knicks being a team that, you know, finishes with a very, you know, impressive regular season record, but I'm not trusting them in the playoffs. Yeah. I could see that. I guess that John. those top teams did get worse. It's just hard to imagine. I don't think I've seen enough to say that they're the third best in any conference. You know what I mean? I believe uh, of, they're of the, the only the only team with six players in ESPN's top 100. Yeah, so right. I mean, uh, but uh, obviously not top 10 guys. It's all 32 yeah, through yeah, 100. Yeah. <laughs> A little 74 sprinkled in there. I mean, that, I think that makes sense for them to be the third best team in the East, considering other teams got you know worse. You feel me? Right. So. 76ers number four. Our favorite soap opera for the upcoming season. <laughs> Um, I could see that. I I I think you know Nick Nurse can probably work, you know, you you, you know do do good things with that roster that they've got there. They're not going to have James Harden. He is sticking to his guns. He's not suiting up for shit. Like he wants out for real, and I don't think he's going to budge on that. Um, you know, Embiid still a phenomenal player regular season at least. Um, you got uh Maxi. He's incredible too. So I can see that. I don't know Harden. Is he going to play? You feel me? Like I just, I don't, I don't see it. I think this is, and I also think something like that, kind of like fucks up the rest of the team. Where you know, I mean, I, I so I mean, the East isn't all that good, but it's hard to say they'll be the fourth best team. You know what I mean? You would have to have a really strong, emotionally intelligent leader to offset the shit that's going to be happening with James Harden. And uh, I don't see, I don't see they that, have that, that person. player. Yeah, a hundred percent. Number five, Cleveland Cavaliers. I th- the, the Cavs are what the Kings were last year for me. That will be probably my league pass team. I will be checking mm-hmm. out the most just because I think they'll be really fun to watch regardless of where they finish or what they do in the playoffs. Yeah, man. Gar- uh, Gardner, Mitchell, uh, Mobley, um, Jared Allen. They're solid, man. I think they're solid as hell. I think they'll be the third best. I think that team is better than the Knicks. I know the Knicks beat them. You know, they fucking nutted up in that series. You know, and so I, I feel like they learned from that. I think that team is a better team all the way around. Than the Knicks, I think they'll probably be the third best team in, in, in the league. Yeah, could could possibly have the best backcourt in the league now that you know Clay Thompson's out here looking like me out there. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love Garland too. DG is cold, bro. Yeah, he's cold as fun hell. as hell to watch. But they have a yeah, the backcourt's crazy. Number six, the Miami Heat. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about right. We'll see what happens in the playoffs, but you know, but yeah, it sounds about right. 
That's a, the East Regular is kind season. of tough because there's not that many teams that are super exciting, and then you also feel like you know what will happen in the playoffs. Like you, also, you want you kind of want it to be yeah. one or the other. You know what I mean? They, they had some big losses, but you know, like that's that's some big, people that were big for them in the playoffs. They weren't big people in the season. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, how excited are you guys for the for the uh the 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 midseason tournament? Like, I'm hoping that there will be enough real bump there that we'll actually get like a playoff preview fairly early of like what these teams will look mm-hmm. like in, you know, nut up moments. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm very much looking forward to it. My, my only gripe is I wish that they aired that shit. Like, like my favorite thing about the bubble is how we had all day basketball, right? Like right, I wish we talked they, about that. Yeah, Give I us some 10 a.m. Playoff hoop. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> right. I, I wish they got on some NCAA shit, airing games at, you know, 12 PM, 1 PM and shit. That's my only gripe, but I'm very much looking forward to it. How many okay. days is, is it like three or four days? It's a short well, stint it starts, of time, isn't it? It, it? it starts, you know, the seeding games are actually going to start on Friday next week. Oh, so it's, oh that's so, interesting. So, so, I mean, for the seeding games, and then when we yeah, do yeah. the tournament, yeah, the tournament yeah. will be uh, will, will be uh, more condensed than that. But okay. not, I agree with Tyler, man. If the, if if they made this all day Thursday, Friday with the you know Saturday championship or some shit, I would be all over it. But I'm I'm excited. Seventh, the Hawks. Yeah, I'm gonna watch a lot of Hawks basketball. I just am. I like that squad. I'm excited to watch them play. They'll probably be seventh though. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of them the last few years though. You know what I'm saying? That's I how I Trey. felt about the Kings last year, and then they finished third. So who knows? Yeah, I love I love Trey. I love Trey. I think I think he gets hated yeah. on more. I think he had a down year last year. I think he's gonna figure that out this year. Get back on, you know what I'm saying? Back to All Star yeah. level quality player. So yeah, yeah. I, I I love Trey. I mean, the numbers say he is perhaps the worst defensive player in the league, but yeah. that shit don't matter to me. He ain't playing. I'm for not my watching team, basketball <laughs> right? defense. I'm not turning right? my TV on. Yeah, man. I'm turning for them yeah. forty footers. Right. I'm, I'm out there for that year. razzle dazzle. And, you feel and me? Trey that, got a whole lot of that razzle right, dazzle, Right, got a little extra bit of that season. Yeah, God, you know, start, open the motherfucking container on his ass with that razzle dazzle. You feel right. me? So, number eight, the Pacers. Hmm. <laughs> I, I like, I, I, I like Halliburton. I like Halliburton. Congratulations <laughs> to you, my guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> number nine, the Nets. <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm, I am interested in seeing what Malik Bridges do, does this, um, this upcoming season because that motherfucker was looking all world after that trade. So I'm curious to see what he does over the course of a full season where he's that guy. So yeah, I'll be watching it in the highlights. <laughs> number <laughs> ten, reading the stats. <laughs> the Paolo, I love Paolo, and I'll, I'll leave I, it at that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, are we gonna watch Paolo Bro. though when it when it involves him playing with the Magic? You know what I mean? Listen, bro, Paolo moves like LeBron James out there. I'm not saying he's he is a LeBron James type player, but you look at the you know the way he he maneuvers in his space, the way he dribbles, he reminds me of LeBron. Not the player, but the movements. It's very Paolo, Paolo is a very enjoyable player to watch to me. I agree with that. Number eleven, the Chicago Balls. <laughs> Chicago Ball <laughs> with no Nyquil Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Nyquil Jordan is not walking through those doors of the uh, Chicago it's, Arena. <laughs> it's time to blow that motherfucker up. Um, it's, 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 isn't think, this, is it uh, already blown up though? I think that I think it's over with. I think they got pieces, man. I mean, I, I like what's it, what's what, what's the contract situation? It's is it is it Demar's contract year or Zach's or both of them? But either way, bro, it's it's time to get on he, that phone, he, man. D- Demar is in the last year of his contract. And he's mm. uh, he's eligible for a four-year 179. I don't see that happening with Chicago. I agree with you. It's time to blow it up. I'm surprised that it has not been blown up. They must be waiting for yeah. someone's going to overpay for DeMar to try and put them over the hump 
in terms of a championship race. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the only thing I can think yeah. of. What are, what are the pieces? Demar and Levine? Yeah. That's that's. But those are pieces. I mean, for, are, for, yeah. for, for, yeah. for a championship contending team, to yeah, add yeah. one of those guys at the deadline would, you know, I mean, that's a lot of draft picks, whatever else they're looking to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe they go, okay, there's enough people moving around, trade requests. They're, you know, no one's moving the type of player they want. They must be looking for draft picks, you know, and... You know, I mean, it's the trade deadline. Your team could win a chip. You don't give a fuck about those draft picks. <laughs> like, yeah. I, as a fan, I don't give a fuck about like, every trade deadline for the Lakers. Like, give up all of our draft picks forever to get one good player. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Is there any more info on Lonzo? It's uh, yeah. I mean, he's he's basically he's, not. He's he, I think yeah, he's, he's just not playing season, this right? year. Yeah, yeah. out yeah, this yeah. whole season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's concern that he might it might be done it might be. Wrong, I heard bro. that, but I thought I think he came out and saying that that was that wasn't and, the and, case that he was feeling better. You know, like and a again, like ago. no, no, like no, he had the like back and forth with Stephen A. Smith where he was like he's but but that's yeah. Stephen A. Smith's response where he sort of backed up. He's like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, man, but like I just have heard you're not gonna be able to play basketball again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. people close to you, I yeah, Lonzo Ball is a, I mean, and I'm gonna be sad about that forever because his uh Chino Hills team his senior year is the most fun high school basketball team i've ever seen that shit was a circus bro um always rooting for the ball brothers people love making the jokes about oh the shoes mess his knees up or whatever but he it's what we were talking about with Kawhi, adrian peterson whatever man like some people are born with a physical structure in their knees and their joints to handle this the, the grind of being a pro athlete and some people you just got the wrong knee like and there's just you know nothing to, like some people are wimpy you're seven foot four and you can fold yourself into a fucking paper clip for some fucking reason. <laughs> but you yeah. can't stretch your way into knee health. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. it's 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 a sad story, Lonzo, because like if you want to be a point guard who has a fifteen year career in the league, you need to lock up and be able to run an office. And Lonzo was so good at doing both, right? And right. It's, and and it's just coming well, to six such an seven playing that position too? Like perfect. You feel me? First time I saw Lonzo Ball, sophomore, he was playing in the playoffs at Poly. And I go, okay, everyone's been saying this kid is good. This was really before the ball stuff had exploded. The gym was yeah. only half empty. And I'm watching this kid. He, he's a, I think he's six foot five or something at that time. He's a sophomore. Yeah. First play. Gets a, gets a rebound. And they were already on that cherry picking offense. They ran at fucking Chino Hills. Yeah. He gets the rebound. There's three people down the court. He threw the ball like a baseball. He threw an overhand with his hand on top of the ball. And it was straight line to the corner. On the other end of the court. Wet. And I did, and I just like I looked at I looked at Shell and I was like, That's okay, different. It didn't look like that on film. <laughs> <laughs> and it was again, he's a tenth grader, and it just was like I I'm not, I have never seen a high school kid attempt that pass overhanded in that way off one hand. You know what I mean? All right, number twelve, the Raptors. It's time to blow that shit up too. It's been time to blow that shit up for a few years, dog. Yeah. Like like um, bro, I I just I don't know, man. Siakam's a baller, but he ain't gonna save you, dog. Siakam's a if, good player. He's 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 good if he's a third best player on the team. I love Siakam. Yeah. I don't even see a team that with him being a second best player being a championship team. Number thirteen, the Pistons. Yeah, that's a thirteen right there. I tell you in that the, much. In the, in the running for in the running for number thirty. In my I, to be honest, I forgot the Pistons existed. <laughs> it was interesting to see their name. Like, oh yeah, they are a team in the NBA. Yeah. Number Kate is fun as hell though, but I, yeah, Kate, not but must yeah. See, yeah. I don't know yeah. if he's must see TV just yet. But. Yeah. Nah, nah, there's too much other must see TV out there. That's the problem. Yeah. Number fourteen, the Hornets. 
I mean, you know, the Hornets should be so much better than what they're going to be, right? Like, you know, you you, you got Lamelo, Rosier. Um, it, I, 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 they should be about a five hundred team, but they're not going to be that. No. I don't think Lamelo and Rosier are gonna get you five hundred in the NBA, man. Yeah, not yet. Lamelo stays hurt. You know what I mean? Um, and our last yeah. team, the Washington Wizards. <laughs> I've got higher. Than I'm be watching them though. Yeah. I'm gonna be right. watching him though. I'm, I'm, I'm signing up for the pool show. Yeah. I'm signing up for the pool show. We gonna see. He might get three one game and fifty the next. But <laughs> but I'm, I'm you, there. To, I'm, I'm gonna watch all of them. As many see, as I can. Um, yeah. Who's the Israeli player they had that, that they they just signed to an extension to? He was barking. Danny Abdiha. He was open. Yes, thank you. And uh, pool <laughs> pool shot the ball himself, and then they get back to the bench, and and the uh, the dude from Israel is still like barking at pool, and pool yeah. looked at me, he's like, "We're good, like we don't." He's like, "I saw you over there, bro." And fucking uh, Kuzma's standing behind Jordan Pool, just cracking up, just like, yeah. <laughs> like that's gonna be the vibes of the Wizards, bro. I'm glad I'm not a fan of that team. Yeah. They're gonna be fun as fuck on yeah. some dumb. <laughs> yeah, Coo- Coos and Pool are going to be a good buddy movie there. So. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to have yeah, fun with yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. They'll be the press conference team of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's our preview. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Saturday uh, talking more basket hoops with volume teammate uh, Jason Timp. You can check that out. And then uh, our last live AMP episode on Sunday night, which will be a tomfoolery heavy episode for sure. We'll talk to y'all then. Bye. 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 The volume. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.